Honestly, it's a topic that I really don't want to touch, but I'm going to touch it because of the mixture and reaction that I'm seeing back and forth in which technically it's already, I mean, it always has been that way, but I want to kind of give my thoughts on the whole little R. Kelly verdict and no better person to have on this episode with me than Big Bro because he is definitely a super R. Kelly fan. Welcome to the podcast, sir. I believe I can fly. What's going on, boy? Hell. <laughs> Starting out with I can the tell this guy. Starting out with the foolishness already. Um <laughs> So like I said, man, this is this was one of them topics I really don't care to touch because it's gonna always be mixed emotions. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's gonna have their own thoughts and opinions on it. It does come with a little bit of bias, in my opinion. And the reason why I feel that way is because it's I, I honestly truly believe that people are gonna ride harder for those that they can relate to or somebody that they're a fan of. So that's where you're going to always have the difference in opinion. So with that being said, before we dive into any kind of details or whatever, what were your initial thoughts during this whole trial period? Cause I know it was a lot of it that, you know, I was sending, you know, messages or whatever in the group chat and some of it you, you didn't know about, or you wasn't following and in the beginning, I feel like he was kind of in disbelief. Is that fair? I wouldn't say disbelief. I mean, I think we kind of talked a little bit about it uh, on the last episode about the actual the original tape. So, I mean, we know he owned the tape. We know that you know, he, he has a thing for all women. He, he said in the interview, he like all women, young, old. Some of the the people in the surviving arc, I'm not sure if you saw the the series, but some of the women, they, they weren't underage. There were some adult women. So I think he has a just a perversion for all women. I mean, there's even rumors that there's men. So, you know, um, not saying that he didn't do it, but my question would be, did he do all of it? Like, I, I have a hard time. Them a lot of people. Them a lot of cities and a lot of tours. And they talking about holding people hostage. You can't speak. You got to ask. He, he, he in Chicago or he in Florida 
and they in Chicago and they got to call and ask this nigga to pee, what they going to, they going to piss on themselves if he on the stage? Like, you know, like, yeah. I said, uh, Chris Tucker, Friday, I be having mind control over Debo. But real quick, man, we four minutes in and here you go. I disagree. <laughs> I highly disagree. I highly disagree. And again, it's it's opinionated. And I respect your opinion. I value your opinion. And from my perspective, I think the the older women that you speak of or all women that you speak of is a cover up. I think that's the security blanket. Because I honestly feel like based on the details from the documentaries based on the details from the trial. Like I said, I've been, you know, reading different articles and some of the stuff was so graphic that the judge ordered it not to be disclosed to the public. So that alone should say something. And I'm saying to you that in my opinion, we're talking about somebody who has a fetish or some kind of mental disorder to where I feel like he preys upon young women. And according to the case in which this part, I do agree with the whole case was built upon him using his stardom or his fame to lure in these young girls. What better mind to manipulate than a young teenager who has dreams of becoming a singer and we all know R. Kelly been around since we were kids. I know you yeah. remember Miss Regina living next door to us. Lord rest her soul. Yeah. She had 12 play on repeat all day, every day. And you know. Well, I, I distinctly remember um, Honey Love, like the, the music video. I didn't know who he was at that time. R. Kelly, I, what I, was it? Public announcement? Service in the public announcement. Yeah. Right, right. So like, I remember, remember like, right, as a kid growing up, like, I I recall the video, like, the whole scene and in the black and all that, right. that junk. And so, like, he's he's been around. I was... I don't even know how old I was at that time. So that's I what I'm saying. Quite... And even and I'm six years younger than you, so even I remember that. Video Soul and all the little other little joints that used to come on right, in the evenings right. and all that. So that's what I'm saying. Now, this is how far we, we dating back. And then for you to mention the video, and you right, we did touch on that on the last episode or whatever. But you got to think, what also did we talk about? He's talking about uh, downloading off of Napster and LimeWire and all that. So think about how much time has passed since that video. It's been a long time, right? True. It's been a, a very long time. This is, I didn't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I was still in high school. Not sure if I done lost my virginity yet or not, but I done lost my virginity, went to prom, graduated, went to college. Went through all kind of drama, got out, got married, had kids, and now my kids is is of age. So I'm saying to you, we can't say, "Ah, oh, well, we already knew that." Look at the video, because history shows you that this is a repeated behavior. This is a pattern. So, but but I want you to think. Do you honestly think that he could have? 
pulled this off for 30 years and nobody know anything? It ain't that nobody knew because obviously all the people that testified, they knew at the end of the day, money talks. Money talks. And don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not here to judge this man or anybody that's involved in any of that. I'm just here to give my opinion. And overall, I want to talk about the people who like right now it's a, it's a split down the middle. I see people, man, if you still listen to R. Kelly music, something is wrong with you. Then you had a people that's like, I'm, I'm able to separate the artists from the real life, Robert. And it's like, in my opinion, I feel like at this point, this there there should not be a line down the middle. I think this should be a universal decision in terms of like, man, we gotta we just gotta do away with this person. I understand it's it's gonna be hard because not only did he make timeless music, he's also written and done music for a lot of famous people. So you said do away with the person or do away with the music? Because I mean, he's about to be done away with as a person. <laughs> <laughs> you got that right. You got that right. I'm honestly, man. I'm saying both. I'm saying both. Well, but, go on, hit that button. I disagree. <laughs> and that's because, right. hey, Kel is the music man. Come on, man. I, I, I can't. I, I gotta have my Kel. But hold on, hold yeah, on. That's that's fair. That's fair. And before we dive into your preference and why you are choosing not to separate from it, I want to go back to what we was talking about because I'm saying that how can you say how can somebody keep that going for all these years and nobody say nothing? It's, it's like people did say something. You had a whole video of it. Even back then, people refused to be like, look, I saw the tape, but it ain't going to make me quit listening to TP2, feeling on your booty. That ain't going to make me stop listening to Trapped in the Closet. People chose to ignore it purposely. And because of that, how many other girls, young women, whatever category you want to put them in, how many other people fell victim to this man because there was no, there was not enough public outcry then to put him in check. Is that not fair? Again, I, I understand, and I do realize that he has a problem, but I, I just cannot wrap my personal brain around how it could be as big and as many people and as much stuff that they're saying that he's doing you couldn't pay me enough to sit in the damn studio and you got three women locked up and laying in a bed tied to it in the other room Are you saying, ain't that much damn money in the world are you saying you as a man you wouldn't be able to work with him or come into an environment where you see that type of stuff going on and then you just right. ignore now it. He ain't, now, he got money, but you think he got that much money to where a whole staff, they said that they know these women in there beating on the door and 
and they're hungry and stuff like you think he got that much money? He got enough money to forge a marriage that wasn't legal. So obviously he do. And that's what I'm saying. I feel like the evidence is there. Like that part, in my opinion. You ain't got to have no money to, to forge no damn life. I can make a bank statement over but, with but, a coffee machine and, and some scissors. But that's what I'm saying to you. The guy testified saying that he was part of the the, the illegal doings for him and Aaliyah being legally bonded. The person that married him said that they provided actual paperwork saying that she was of age. So he thought it was legit, and that's why they went on with it. I mean, of course, he said, you know, he thought it was a little strange or whatever, but, hey, it is what it is. How old was she when they got, like, what, 15? Something like that. She wasn't old enough. But here's the thing. But here's the thing. And this is where I will agree in terms of I don't think he should be the only one that goes down. I feel like all of the parents – should have some kind of uh, consequence for their actions as well, because there's no way in hell that I'm going to take my nine-year-old daughter, which is upstairs right now, and I don't, I don't give a damn who can, Rihanna can come in here. It could be a female, it ain't got to be a male. Oh, your daughter can sing. She's got a beautiful voice. I want to work with her, bring her to the studio, and then once we get to talking about, hey, you can leave. We're going to work for if you're like, you out your rabbit ass mind. Not leaving my child with a group of strangers, adult strangers right. at that. Because at the end of the day, again, this is just my opinion, people. So keep in mind, I'm not, not here to judge anybody. I'm simply saying that when you're dealing with youth or immature minded individuals it's easy to manipulate them i can go upstairs right now and tell my kids that uh, i'm getting ready to make dinner tonight that i put cotton candy in our hamburger meat and i can convince them that it's cotton candy in that hamburger and they ain't even gonna know it because you can't taste it don't know it but they'll go they'll swear up and down that they ate cotton candy hamburgers so i mean i i agree with Everything you're saying, I definitely agree. I wouldn't leave my my kids with no hell. The third in the family, I ain't gonna leave them with. Exactly, shit. That's a whole other conversation right there. Um, but that's what I'm saying. That's why I feel like you know. Of course, I'm no doctor. I'm no psychiatrist or nothing like that. But that's why I feel like it's a fetish because video shows that these young girls will allow him to do any and everything to them. They don't know any better. So you can't say, how is that possible? You can't believe that this could go on for this long because hell, we saw a video of him pissing on somebody. What I'm saying, I'm not saying the acts are not unbelievable. I'm saying I can't believe that many adults in that circle went along with that that long, that many years. I know how easy it is to manipulate the mind of a, of a woman, period. It ain't got to be young. Like, 
I understand that. You, 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 you opening up a whole nother can of worms. I don't want no problems with that. Hold on. I don't want no problems with that at all. Um, but it's just, it's one of them things that you got to think, man. We talking about dude is at the height of his career. The money is there. The fame is there. Every famous athlete, entertainer, actor, whatever, they all have their circle. So that's what I'm saying. I'm pretty sure he ain't the only one that, I mean, quite naturally, I think where you start separating it is the age of the victims. I'm going to call them victims. But you're not going to make me believe that these people in Hollywood ain't having these wild parties and inviting all these people in and doing drugs and all kinds of events are taking place and wild acts and everything else. So I ain't just going to put R. Kelly in this box by himself. I'm not that close-minded. But I think that from my perspective, where we have to draw the line in the sand is the repeated behavior or abuse or luring of underage girls. If everything in the documentary and all that is, is accurate and him posting up near schools and pulling up and sitting around parking lots at McDonald's and all that, right. (laughs) You took the words out of my mouth. Like that's a predator dog. That's when I have to start looking at you through the lens of somebody that is a predator. And I'm saying that at that Would point, regular men not be classified as predators? Do they not pull up to clubs or, or is a different breed? Is a predator a predator or is it different levels of being a predator? Listen to what you just said. Pull up at the club. I mean, I, I'm asking no, the question. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm answering your question. Okay. With you, with I'm answering your question by highlighting your question, if that makes sense. Okay. I said that he was posted up outside school or McDonald's. Okay. And you said post it up outside the club. There's an age limit to get in the club. It's not. There's underage women in the club. So so at the end of the day, if you sneak into a club, then the man at that point is not at fault because you presented yourself to be something that you were not. If I'm chilling outside of school, unless you just some dumb Maybe ass, waiting on the teacher. They be uh, waiting on Mrs. McDowell to come out. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm so you know what and honestly you're doing it and you're proving my point and we all just sitting there joking it's just conversation but it's like I see it every day where people are like going above and beyond to try to find some form of justification for all of it and that's just where I so I'm saying like how, how well, they said he was abused. They say he was abused. They say abused people abuse people. That's what the doctors say. I don't know. And honestly, I ain't never been abused. Honestly, Can't say. I think that's just a lie too. But you don't think he's been abused? That, but hold on. Let me let me say what I'm gonna say. If he was, or if it's if it's accurate that he was, then okay, I apologize. But I still feel like there's. There's no excuse. You were traumatized as a child, so then you inflict trauma on other children. That's a cop-out. That's a cop-out. 
That's just me. I don't know, man. You, you better read about uh, uh, Bundy, John Wayne Gacy. In the name sound for me? I mean, I, I get it. I get it. And that's where, you know, now we do have to draw a line in, in between uh, are we being judgmental or are we being too harsh? Because if he really was sexually abused, then, you know what I'm saying? Like that, his mind is effed up. But that goes back to my original statement. I do feel like that's, that's a mental it's a mental illness. Like, what could you possibly have in common with these young underage girls other than them being infatuated with you because of you're a face that they see on TV? You're involved in a profession that they dream of being involved with, so they're thinking that you're the key to their success and you've convinced them that in order to get to that, they've got to do all these things. And then boom, before you know it, their mind is so infatuated and they're at this borderline of mentally ill, like you willing to let somebody do these things to you. I mean, we all done had females that's been in love and they'll do anything you ask them to buy you anything you want and whatever. And then if once you, uh, get caught doing dirt or call it quits. You done set an atom bomb off and you like, wait a minute, this motherfucker's crazy. <laughs> like beyond Girl, crazy. Swallow a whole bottle of Tylenol, boy. <laughs> Trying to kill it. <laughs> Lord, forgive me. I ain't laughing. Let me cut that button off. I'm not laughing because that's real. That's real. We all done been through situations where for whatever reason, the significant other just, couldn't handle I ain't even hit her with the little worm or nothing yet, and she taking Tylenol. Boy, <laughs> that was a sign. Stay away. <laughs> so I'm saying, like, I get it. I get how it could have happened. But then when you get into the details of you can't be around other men, you can't speak to another man without my permission, you can't eat unless I say so, uh, you got to stand in the corner. That's like super crazy. And we ain't even got to talking about the physical abuse, the beatings, the whatever. Like, no, nah, bro. Like, it's, it's deeper than So how the ugly one get free and able to maneuver around, but everybody else not? That's what I'm saying. It's like, so, so, so are you saying that some of it is fabricated? I, but what I'm saying, like, look at the chick he, they say was the white. Look at Andrea Kelly. Like, you look at her, you look at him, and then, like, this don't even make sense. But look, check this How out. This? That's, that's so amazing that you said that. Now, you know, like everybody on this podcast knows by now, every morning I listen to Ricky Smiley, right? Mm-hmm. So you know the brat is a part of their uh you know what I'm saying? They're circled in terms of right. who all does it. So they were doing a segment about the ex-wife because, you know, she done issued a statement since his verdict or whatever. And they kind of had a similar question. But the brat was saying that she was on tour with R. Kelly and Biggie and all them 
at the height of all of this when he met her. She was a dancer, right? Correct. That's correct. And they were saying how when they was auditioning and, you know, rehearsing and doing this and doing that, they was like, she was such a good dancer and she was able to move her body in ways to where she left the room mesmerized. Like everybody's just sitting there looking at this girl and how she was able to dance and this and that. And they was like, next thing you knew, she was snatched up. They never saw her again. They had to get a replacement dancer. And then boom, she was with R. Kelly. He snatched her up, put her out, put her on his team or whatever you want to call it, married her, knocked her up, and the rest is history. So the answer to That's your where question. where move your body like a snake come from? It might be. The inspiration? <laughs> <laughs> come on, man. I ain't supposed to be laughing, dog. But I'm just saying, like, literally, that was either this morning or yesterday morning when they was talking about that. So to answer your question is, like, I honestly what? feel like if you – hold on. If, if you if you dive a little bit deeper into what was said in the picture that they painted and then the, the evidence in the trial, in my opinion, that shows you his nature. He's a – possessive person dominant i want you all to myself you're mine now to where he pulled her and now she no longer can dance she no longer can perform on those stages where he met her she was already pursuing a career prior to meeting him but once he sunk his teeth in you're mine now you see what I'm saying? I see it. I see it. So that's what I'm saying. That's a that's a brilliant question. And it's like, I'm not here to judge her looks or nothing like that. It's like we all can uh put aside some some differences if we see something else that we like. Come on now, you a man, you know that. How many booger wolves you got under your belt? The world may never know it's a tussie pop, Nick. <laughs> The world may never know. <laughs> Let me quit joking, man. I told you that I wasn't supposed to be joking. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to be joking on her, but come on, man. I mean, come on now. Not to sound sexist or nothing. And ladies, I do apologize. It was nothing disrespectful to me. You know, I just, I, it was just a little joke. But I'm just saying, ladies, y'all are the same way. Y'all willing to look past a dude and his flaws. Oh, and the nigga got, got that bread when he's yeah. balling. Yeah. So we all guilty of it. We all willing to look past something. You know how mad I was when I watched MTV Cribs and saw them fine-ass women in that top tub with Manny Fresh fat ass <laughs> rubbing on his belly. <laughs> I right. said, look at this shit here. What, what, Kevin Hart, look at this shit. Look at it. Look, I got the dad by now, dog. So we ain't going to disrespect dudes with the, with the belly. We ain't doing that no more. Do I? I said, I got the dad by now. So we ain't disrespecting dudes with no belly, man. I got it too, but God damn, I didn't have it then, and I was pissed <laughs> when I saw MTV Crib. So I understand. I, I feel. Oh uh, man, but nah, like I said, I mean that's that's a great question, but again, it goes back to what I was what I was saying earlier, and I honestly feel this way. It's like the whole marriage. I got a family. I man, that's a cover up. That's a cover up. She knew what was going on. She knew what was going on. Man, you talking about the man at at a height of his career? You think he wasn't out there doing whatever he was doing? 
and she was she was okay with turning the other cheek. Mm. So, so, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Again, we I mean we we at this crossroad. I understand. I don't I don't condone what he's done to these women, but I can leave it at that. So so that's that's the fair. music that he made, written, produced, them are timeless hits. That bullshit you listening to now, put it on, put it all that bullshit. Look, don't, don't I don't fuck language. with it. Don't don't bring twenty one into a R. Kelly conversation, dog. Don't don't you. But I'm, I'm just giving you an example of like some. Man, this, we talking about two different genres, man. We we in two different genres. Do, do they even make who make R and B anymore? Name R and I've been wanting to do a podcast about that because I honestly feel like it's and I mentioned it on a previous episode. I can't remember which one. It wasn't a topic. But I made the remark when I said that I honestly feel like R&B music went out the door when you started getting female artists who paint this picture of being a dominant figure behind closed doors. Now, it's like if a man ain't here to bring it, you know what I'm saying? Like she ain't got time. So back in the day. Dudes used to have to wine and dine and romance a woman to talk her into whatever it is that he was trying to accomplish by the end of the night. Where now it's like we walking into this situation where uh, I don't need no flowers. I don't need no music. Hey, you know what I'm here for. Break me off. Go a couple rounds. Peace. Holler at you next time. Is that fair? That's fair. That's fair. So that's what I'm saying. It's like the whole the whole game is different now as a dude. You don't even need to do that no more. Now, don't get me wrong. There's some women that's still out there that you're going to have to earn it. So ladies, I'm not disrespecting you in no manner, but I'm just saying that on the outside looking in, because I'm not in the field no more. I don't know if what I'm saying is true or not. This is just my opinion and perspective. You can go on social media right now and nine times out of 10, all you see is sneaky link. Uh, if you ain't hitting my cash app, then we ain't got nothing oh. to talk about. So all a dude got to do now is here, throw a couple bags at you, throw some, uh, some purses and get what he got to get. And it's on to the next one. And the ladies are cool with that. So going back to oh. the music, we're talking about you disrespecting the man and you was probably made because of the man. How you going to disrespect the man? That if it wasn't here, you probably wouldn't even be here. <laughs> Don't do that, man. <laughs> Don't do that. The king of R&B, huh? Baby making. That man said in his own music, how many kids were made all for me? But. And this is where we can dive into the music and, and you can give your uh, thoughts on why it is that you feel like people asking others to separate from his music is such a tall task. 
I'm saying that it's hard for me to listen to those those records. Granted, I am going to say they were classics. They were timeless. There ain't a person alive that's what? 50 between the ages of what? 50 and 30 maybe. Is that fair? I'll be 37. 60. 60. I don't know, man. You think your pops was listening to R. Kelly, dog? Have you ever seen your daddy you... listen to R. Kelly? Yeah. No, I don't know about that one. We we can we can I call him later. We can we can I confirm it. Fact, I ain't never li- heard him listen to no R and B music, dog. It might have been uh, who was him dude? Was it Troop or something? Was it like R&B I said? Dudes? You you was made. You, you, trust me, I've heard it. <laughs> Shit. Heard a few little, I was sick. Seen a few little Johnny Gill uh tracks, uh tapes laying around. But I ain't I ain't never seen your daddy listen to no R. Kelly though. I'm being honest. Like I ain't even joking. Well I like I said, I'll ask him like we'll we'll get the we'll get the answer to that. Yeah, that's that's an interesting question because honestly, like I told you though, I, all all I've known him I'm tongue tied was too short AMG DJ Quick, you know what I'm saying? I ain't never heard him listening to no. So well, where all them tapes come from? Mama ain't bought them. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to revisit that because I need to know the answer to that question. But going back to what I'm saying, it's like for that age group, you're going to have to say 30 years. So, so I'll, I'll give you 60. I'll give you 60. So between 60 and 30. Everybody has banged an R. Kelly record at some point in time. Whether it was Honey Love, Step in the Name of Love, Half on a Baby, You Remind Me of My Jeep, it, the list goes on. I get it. But now that I'm old enough and I can go back and start putting through, putting on glasses and looking through some of those lyrics and some of them pictures he was painting, it's hard for me to separate the artist from the man because I feel like he was making a mockery of it the entire time. That's just my opinion. What say you? Well, once that beat hit, I'm in another world. I'm grooving. So I, I, I'm not taking a picture of what he's doing with a woman or somebody else. I got my own woman I'm doing shit to. So R. Kelly is not in my mind. I'm sorry. But I'm just saying, dog, like you could, but you got to think like this, in my opinion, is deeper than just looking on the surface. You got to you got to dig in there. And at some point you have to take yourself out of your reality growing up and then put your feet into the shoes of the person that was creating this at that time. So what I mean by that is when I heard. Seems like you ready. I'm going back to my teenage days and I'm thinking about somebody that's my age and we're having the conversation of losing virginity or taking it to the next step. So we was listening to that and it was relatable to us at that particular time. That's how everybody was able to connect with the music because we was just 
in that moment thinking that, man, like he's setting the mood for me at this particular moment in time. But now that I'm older and then you go back and look at that time period and what he's alleged, allegedly being accused of and who's he, who he's involved with at that time. A lot of those songs I feel like was being dedicated to certain people. He's writing lyrics, talking to a person that is sick to me. But you don't know which person he told me. It don't matter. It was tiny babies. It don't matter. I don't care. And when I heard Seem Like You're Ready, I think about Diamond in Player Club. I ain't thinking about no fucking R. Kelly. I'm thinking about Diamond in the peak on the pole. (laughs) When I heard Seem Like You're Ready, so I I guess there's everybody's different perceptions. What album was seems seems like you ready on? It was on the twelve play what? So Players Club wasn't even in consideration, dog. They just took a song that was from back in the day and added it to the movie. All I'm saying, if I hear it, you saying when you listen to the music now and you dissect when that shit come on, I see diamond. I ain't finna dissect shit because I see Lisa Ray on the pole when I hear seem like it ready. <laughs> <laughs> I think about that shit. I think about Lisa. But that, but that's the thing, and that's what I'm saying. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not asking people to dive as deep as I am. I'm saying that that, that to me should be a no brainer, bro. Like age ain't nothing but a number. You can, you can listen to that right now, and and your mind don't go back and process. No, all that. here I am. There you are. Calling me. To your heart. That's just, nah, man. And then you hear the details of what was going on on that bus and all that. Like, that. I can't, I can't. My mind ain't going to allow me to just process that. Excuse me. And, and, and again, I guess we, we different. I got too much shit going on in my own real world. I like listen to my music and vibe. I'm giving the shit happening. Let the police handle it. Let me listen to my music. I just get my music. I'm cool. And I'm not like, it's not like I sit there and, and just bang the whole hell. Like his catalog is in the mixture of my nineties R and B up to classic. You got too many memories Correct. attached to it. Huh? Is that what it is? You ain't gonna hey, go. I'm going to hey, I'm going to tell you something. When I was in before children and you know what I'm saying? Like you said, you use R&B, you set the mood. That was R&B. You come in, you set the mood. I got the, I got the, the five disc changer. I got five disc work. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready. No, I got I, my candles. I, I get it. I get and it. so this is this is like the truest story ever. Like, I, I kid you not. It, it's like so vivid. Got the CD going. We done ate dinner. Got the mood going. We done got going. The music's going. We're in the middle of it. He got a song on, um, I believe it's TP2, Greatest Sex. Yep. And, like, we we into it, and it's like God whispered in my ear his voice, keep this up, and the love child will be born. I stopped. Hey, 
we done. Bruh. I can't. I, I, I can't. Like it, it just like it. It just Bruh. was talking to me right there, and I was like, Bruh. "Oh, no. stop! This session is over with today. Stop. We can reconvene tomorrow." I hit the bruh button a hundred times just now. <laughs> stop! I'm asking you to stop. We're not gonna bring God into this, man. God didn't talk to you, dog. God didn't talk to you. That you, was a sign. You wasn't married, first of all. So I know that God person was crazy as Atlanta. They was crazy as hell, <laughs> and I had a hard time getting rid of them. I'm gonna take that as a sign from the Lord. Look, it might have been a, a guardian angel that snuck well, out somebody. To, to whisper in your ear, but it wasn't God. It wasn't God. Were you not seeing the guardian angel? I just said the guardian angel snuck out. They weren't even supposed to beat no, her. No, he snuck out. Okay. Wasn't even supposed to beat her. <laughs> Don't put that on God, man. God didn't uh, put R. Kelly through there and uh, talk about a love child. I get it, and that's what I'm saying. We all we all went through it, man. If I go through some of these old CD books of mine and pull up some of these R&B mixes that I made, R. Kelly will be plastered all over it. I'm not denying that, nor am I judging people that still listen to Step it. Step into my room. I'm not judging anyone. So if anybody's listening to this, if you listen to it, you listen to it. That's your cup of tea. Because I told y'all I got into it about a month or so ago with somebody on Instagram because I posted Tory Lane's new song. How can you still listen to Tory Lane's, bro? He's a buster. If you listen to Tory Lanez, you support him abusing women. This, and I'm like, bro. I ain't so what's got, the difference? Hold on. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. Calm down. My response to this person was, A, I don't know neither one of them in reference to Tory or Megan. B, dude ain't been convicted of nothing as of yet. So... What are Didn't we... he just get indicted? Huh? Didn't he get indicted? Nah, he... And uh, he going to court? He broke the... Uh, they ain't supposed to be... What you, you call that? Uh, restraining order, whatever. Okay. They was both at uh, one of them concerts. He was performing, or she was performing, and I guess they was the next act to go up. He ain't supposed to be within X amount of yards or feet of her. And they're saying that that was broke. I mean, at the end of the day, that's business. You so apparently something work. happened. I mean, until they... She, she Della Reese. So, she got shot in the pinky toe. So this is what... the So hold on, because you're right. You're right. And that's what I was trying to explain. I'm saying to you is that she's saying he did it. Several witnesses that was there saying that he didn't do it. Some of her friends actually saying that it was cap. Is that what the young people say? Cap. Yeah. So at this point in time, which has been well over a year now, it's he say, she say. So, so what's they trying to say then? If it's Cap, did she have a damn corn and one of the fucking red bottoms got hot and the shit popped and the pink cold blue? Like, what the hell? Something transpired in that vehicle that particular night. Okay, that's fine. That ain't got nothing to so, do with it. Okay, so, uh, I'm trying to explain Okay, go ahead, go ahead. No, I, I, wanted to, I just wanted to, 
I wanted to say this. I, I get your point. He ain't been convicted. What happens if he is? So are again, you gonna stop? I'm trying to explain. Okay. I'm trying I, to explain. Calm down, R. Kevin. You should have been his damn defense attorney. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shit. I'm saying to you that at the end of the day, prior to whatever happening with between Tory Lanes and Megan the Stallion. I listened to Tori's music. Once that happened, I chalked that up because they was dating or whatever they was doing. I'm like, man, that's just some foolishness. They was drunk. It's it's documented that they was drunk at a party. Whatever happened, that's them. I don't care about that. That ain't none of my business. I'm saying to you, we're talking about somebody that is a documented abuser. Just the images alone that you paint in your mind after hearing some of them stories, how that's comparing apples to oranges, is it not? It would be. So I'm saying to you, that's when I feel like people are just grasping for straws to try to make these comparisons. I've been seeing the Elvis Presley comparisons. I've been seeing the Hugh Hefner comparisons. And that's where it's like, okay, social media is just trying to put up argument to make one look just as bad as the other and this is where again I disagree so what are your thoughts about Bill Cosby and his statement hold on in terms of him saying that he's being railroaded yeah what do you mean what there's a man that's been accused of some raping and drugging and all this different stuff and the judge just let him out of prison on a technicality it wasn't because he was innocent (laughs) right he wasn't proven guilty he was guilty in the eyes of 12 people they never presented any evidence that he he wasn't even supposed to be in that position to begin with. And I feel like that's why he got off. Right. They said that if he said whatever he said, that he would be exempt from any kind of further punishment and all that kind of stuff. Right. And then once he said all of that stuff, they doubled back and tried to prosecute him anyway. That's how he got off. It ain't that he didn't do it. And to be honest, hell, I just watched the Cosby show the other day. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, again, I told you in the beginning, I wasn't here to judge anybody. If you listen to the music, you listen to it. If you listen to Tory Lanez, you listen to it. If you watch the Cosby, you watch it. A different world. Cosby had his hands all over that, right? You listen. You going to listen to Mike? You listen to Michael? I heard Michael playing in your kitchen with your wife in there. So that's what I'm saying. It's like everybody, everybody bends the rules for somebody that they are in favor of. And I'm saying that people who are fans of R. Kelly are no different. I just wanted to hear the explanation behind it because I the enjoy end, the music. So, so this is what I'm saying. And let's, let's dissect, start at the top, Hugh Hefner, Elvis Presley, Bill Cosby, Michael Jackson. These are all some of the names that just recently was was mentioned, correct? Correct. They're saying that Elvis Presley married Priscilla when she was what? 14, 15? 
14. 14 years old. Now, granted, what was transpiring during that time period, I have no idea. But you know, like I know, during that time, some of that was not uncommon. Because you had people that was dropping out of school to to go to work and support the family. You had, uh, you know what I'm saying, families uh, creating. How else do you have uh, a grandmother that has 20 siblings? I, for the life of me, I don't know how that, did she, did she ever cook or clean or do anything? Oh. So that's what I'm saying. I don't it's know. Like, if 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 we're gonna use these people as examples now, ladies and gentlemen, please keep in mind I'm not justifying anything that Elvis done or Hugh Hefner or anything. I'm just trying to highlight some of the roadblocks that you have to stop at and consider when we're trying to make the comparisons. Okay. Elvis married the lady. Hugh Hefner, to my knowledge. Everybody had to be 18 or legal age or whatever. Where's the bunny ranch at? Vegas? Where's the bunny Vegas. ranch? Las Vegas. So I don't know what the age is. Out in the desert. But there's, there's states literally in 2021 where the age limit to get married is different. Correct? Every state's different, yeah. So I'm saying, like, in some of these states, you can get married at 16. You can get married at 15. I don't know what the youngest is, but I'm pretty sure that's a state law. Do you see what I'm saying now? I understand. So on the I got out- a question for you, Go for Mr. It. Uh, Mr. Throw away, lock the key. Throw him away, lock the key. Okay. <laughs> so um, would it not be fair to say that you should distance yourself from the conversation that we having, you should distance yourself away from a lot of your college friends that were at these parties and gave these young girls these alcoholic beverages in order to get them out their senses and get them out their pants. Well, see, be- now, first of all, yeah, yeah, you should have been a defense uh, attorney because you can really try to cause... Uh, me to incriminate myself for one. And as far as distancing myself from people at a college party, why would I distance myself when everybody at the party was in college? We all drank underage. So it would be different if I was 30 something years old, pulling up at a college party to interact and hang out. But with I'm saying a crime kids. is a crime. Does it matter? Who that- was, so at the end of the day, you're, you're trying to insinuate that, people at the college party was taking advantage of girls when we were all the same age. Nobody there was underage technically. But you, the whole premise of your initial conversation was manipulation, taking advantage of the girls. So unless you're going to say that we took somebody from the party drunk, intoxicated, and took them somewhere and had our way with them. That's the question that you need to pose. Don't paint a picture that we're all at a college party. You specifically use the term college. We're all at a college party drinking or and doing some, uh, some place where 
So go ahead, get your card. Alcohol was purposely involved to get a final result at the end of the night. Hell, that ain't even got to be no college party. That can be at the club. You just I'm just saying. club earlier. And you're, but, you're, but I'm just saying. I just gave it. Just, me, I just threw out an example. But I'm saying to you, your example is far left. It ain't even logical because you're trying to. What's paint not a, logical? Hold on. You're trying to paint a picture that I should distance myself from anyone that was at a college party, drinking, partying, and at the end of the night, if they hooked up with someone. On a moral compass, are they wrong? Sure. On a compass of the the law, a legal scale, unless they're uh, what's up, buddy named Brock, the the swimming dude or whatever, and he was raping chicks out in the alley and all that. Unless I physically saw somebody getting raped and turned the other eye because that was my homeboy or whatever, then you have a valid question, sir. But I didn't see anybody break the law. I saw a bunch of underage kids who didn't have no business consuming alcohol, partying. And at the end of the day, if you was drunk and hooked up with somebody, then you was drunk and hooked up with somebody. Guess what? They were your peer. You went to college together. Now, if we're talking about a, a college party with a house full of high school girls, middle school girls, 14, 13, 14 year olds, then you, sir, would have a valid question. But that was never the case. So that's what I'm saying. You're going to extreme measures to try to paint a picture that in some shape, form, or fashion relates to R. Kelly, and it don't. nothing. It's not going to relate to the particular situation because, I mean, here's an extreme situation. But I'm saying a crime is a crime. It doesn't matter if they're underage. So I'm asking you, and I'm giving you the floor back. What crime was being broken in this scenario that you're painting? There's a lot of crimes where I'm gonna give you the perfect, perfect. I just had a conversation with a man this week, literally, and we were talking about someone who works in the, in the industry that we're at, and he made the comment. He's like, "Man, I'd love to get her drunk somewhere and have my way." I was like, "Damn, you should gonna go to jail, you predator!" So. So excuse my language again. I didn't mean to swear, but that's a predator just in that comment alone. So that's what I'm saying. You're still comparing apples to oranges and now motherfucking grapefruit because that's all the way out there somewhere. You gave me a scenario and you asked me, should I not separate myself from well, those people? That You the don't party? think that that's the, the mind frame of young Mid-20s? Young, Young mid-20s. So I'm asking you, what law is being broke if they're at a college party? But I'm saying you don't think they have that, that same mentality that the person I'm talking about had? That's their goal? Feed them some drinks? Get them loose? Get them ready? What person on, on a college campus is not thinking about getting drunk and having sex? I'm not justifying it by any means, but let's like we've both attended college, bro. Like, let's not be naive here. Like, if we gonna if we gonna record and have a podcast, let's be all the way transparent. You can't speak in hypotheticals and create some false narrative, because if that's the case, then lock us all up for whatever law you're saying that we broke. What law was broken? 
for going to college, going to a college party, consuming alcohol, and hooking up at the end of the night. What law was broke other than drinking underage? And how does that fit in a conversation with a grown-ass adult luring 16- and 17-year-old girls? That's apples and oranges, is it not? I get that. So that's what I'm saying. I'm like... I'm trying to go to law school, man. I'm practicing. I don't know what you're doing because you can (laughs) fuck out now, shit. Hell. Hell no. If the glove don't fit... Create reasonable doubt. If the glove don't fit, shit. Look, Johnny. Like, no. You, no. Nope. We got to throw this case out now because, man, we don't know what you're talking about. Jury, please dismiss anything that you just heard in the last 10 minutes. Yeah, well, I look, I had to be careful. What's what I said? Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, shit, you, you trying to get us all thrown in jail. Like, what you mean? Jeez. I had to word it correctly. I'm not going to jail for R. Kelly. Without having to plead the fifth. I'm not going to jail for him <laughs> because you want to make him look somewhat of just a regular person. I'm not trying to make him look like anything. The the Negro is guilty. I get He's going to get saying. locked the fuck up. <laughs> I get what you're saying. But also understand that, I mean, you've also been on this podcast and we've talked about uh, when you lost your virginity and what it done to you and open your eyes up to all kind of things. So at the end of the day, you cannot dismiss once a, a teenager goes through puberty and starts getting involved with intimate acts that the older they get and going to college and this and that. Now you're in an environment where your parents is not around. You're not under any kind of supervision. You let loose. That to me is not breaking a law to some is you enjoying life (laughs) before the real world hits. Is that not fair? Uh, coming we'll to America, sowing my royal oats. Huh? <laughs> that to me is just a part of life. Like we I'll all hit that. that period in life between uh, some people hit it early. <laughs> some people get active early before they even finish high school. But then you hit that window from graduation through college. How many ever years after college where you're in your peak? You're prime. You ain't married yet. So you just live in life. That ain't no different than going to spring break. So should everybody that went to spring break be arrested? Should I have turned my back on everybody that went to spring break? Because that's all that is. Literally getting drunk and hooking up. Come on, dog. <laughs> I got you. No. You, you fishing and all you picking up is plastic, man. But anyways, real quick, because, I mean, it, it's a great conversation. I, I like the question. It makes you stop and think. And honestly, this whole Me Too movement and R. Kelly and Bill Cosby and this and that, if you can't stop and reflect, then that's where something is wrong. And that's why I'm telling you, listening to that music, how can you not stop and reflect? Your question is perfect because it ties right back into what we're talking about. Like, how do you not listen to that and stop and reflect on like, man, this motherfucker's sick. 
Because like I said, when I was listening to the music, I was doing some, I'm reflecting on what was going on. And I ain't thinking about what R. Kelly was doing when he wrote it. That's what all I'm saying. But but that's what I'm saying. It brings back a, a, a different a different meaning to me. At that particular Half on time. a baby. I got a I got a that's something happened to me when I was listening and doing what I was doing with half on a baby. I have a distinct memory with that. Look. I have a memory with uh dilemma. I got a memory with summer breeze between the sheets. <laughs> Look, ain't nobody asking you to erase your memory, men in black. Ain't nobody asking you to hit the little button and clear it all out because that's impossible. We all have things that you see or listen to and it triggers those memories. I'm not asking you to get rid of it. I'm saying to you now that you know somewhat of what was transpiring during the time period that those tracks were created. You don't just grab those ideas out of thin air. You see what I'm saying? Anybody that writes music, most artists are writing with real life events in mind. They're talking about real life situations. Some fabricated more than others, but there is some hidden truth in a lot of those songs. We were just talking about BMF earlier. You go back and listen to Jeezy and all of that. He was talking about the real life events that was transpiring during that time. Some of which is what led to them getting locked up. So how are they any different than Robert Sylvester Kelly, whatever the hell his name is. So let me ask you this because we, we kind of talked Pepe Le Pew, Kelly. Shit. <laughs> we kind of talked about that there's no R&B in today's music world. Not for real, for real. So let me ask you this. So let's cancel R. Kelly. As much work as he's done writing, producing, putting out, the hell's going to be left. What you got left? Who's left? Look, what you listening to? You open up the podcast, hitting a high note. Better get your mic, man. Get in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> I get what you're saying, and you're right. Times are not the same. You know, like I know, we grew up with our parents listening to Gap Band, Earth, Wind, and Fire, and all that. Like, those are artists and music that they'll never separate from. So when we grew up listening to 3-6 and this and that, the first thing they said to us is, what is that garbage? We're now those people. You're saying, I can't separate from uh, 12 Play, and you remind me of my Jeep, and honey love and whatever else stepping on your booty like don't get me wrong like uh, if stepping the name of love come on like dude i who's not gonna bop to it you know what i'm saying ain't gonna bobby hitting a two-step boy get it right but regardless i'm saying hell michael jackson and r kelly don't created songs together you mentioned michael jackson earlier and that's fair because he's another one where people are like nah i ain't 
I ain't, I ain't letting that go. But then you also have to take in consideration. Was he ever convicted of anything? So we we know what evidence is there to support it. You can speculate all day long or put your own uh, two cents in and be like, you know what, man, Mike did that shit. Lord rest his soul. Mike did that shit. But at the end of the day, under the court of law, Mike was never convicted of that. Hugh Hefner, to my knowledge, I ain't never done no research or no history on no Hugh Hefner or none of that. All I know him from is Playboy, Bunny Ranch, and he's a player. But he did it the right way. Nobody's saying R. Kelly can't be attracted to young women. Keyword, women. We all know that... Girls like older men and men like younger girls. But at at what point in time do you cut that shit off? Where is the age gap or the age cutoff? I mean. 18. If, so that's I'm what I'm saying. Older so, man to like all the women. So that, so even that in its own self is like, you still, in my opinion, from my perspective, you still skating down that thin line. Because I just I've, I I can't picture me sitting in a room with an eighteen year old, nineteen year old, and us having a legitimate conversation. What could we possibly? What talk older about? man sits in a room with an eighteen year old and has a conversation? So at the end of the day, that's you you proving my point, and that's why I ain't listening to no damn R. Kelly, because the older <laughs> man is going into that room. He know what he wants. The young girl ain't going to know unless she's just out there like that. So you, you, you speaking from a predatory perspective anyway, you're proving my point and you don't even realize it lawyer. That's disgusting to me. Like I'm just, I'm just sorry. Like that's just me. I don't, I don't care if they're 18 or not. Now we really going to use the age ain't nothing but a number. Because 18 to me don't mean nothing. You're still immature mentally. You ain't experienced nothing. At 36, if I had the mentality and the thought process that I do now at 18, who knows where I'd be at? I definitely wouldn't be recording no damn podcast. You still got to grow up, bro. 18 is just some number that's been magically created in our community. And yes, I threw us in a box because at 18 is pack your shit and get out. It don't make you no adult, man. I didn't say it did, but there's a lot of older men. You ask, what is the, what is the age range? And a lot of older men, as long as they 18, they cool. <laughs> She ain't even old enough to go buy herself some fucking wine. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, nah, that's just my personal preference. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not judging anybody. If you in the babies, you in the babies. Cause that's how I look at them. You got to do is Google some of these millionaires and look at these little young girls. They got on, on their arm. 
And again, that's that's using your clout, R. Kelly, which is why he got convicted and was found guilty of racketeering and all this and that, using his fame to lure women. And I told you earlier, R. Kelly ain't the only one. I I I literally use the reference of Hollywood. It's just for whatever reason, ain't nobody told on him. Yet. It's an interesting You know, uh check this out. Chris Brown's baby mama, his first one, is from Corpus Christi. I used to see her in the club in Corpus Christi with her husband. So after that story broke, they interviewed him on TV. He was all on the news. He's talking and junk. And they investigated so far, they found out that he was messing with her underage. She met her. He was He's about 12, 13 years older than her. And he met her when she was 14, 15 years old. And been with that girl that entire time. Ladies and they and brought gentlemen. that up in the interview. Ladies and gentlemen, I ain't got nothing to do with that. The I Respectfully Disagree podcast will not be indicted. We will not be... Indicted for what? It was on national TV. What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> that, ain't, that ain't public public national records. I don't know nothing about that man and him dating and all that. We will not be summons because I'm not testifying in nobody's court. But I'm he, he ended the interview after they asked him the question about that. So, I mean, you don't have to be a celebrity. But, but, but again, I get that. I'm not disputing that. There are R. Kelly's all across the globe. There are people that have that sick fetish. I mean, people that's caught with child pornography and all kinds of stuff. Like, dude, that to me is a illness. And that's why I'm saying R. Kelly don't get a pass because he sold a hundred million platinum records. None of that means anything to me now that I know the details and I know what he was doing behind the scenes. We can all say that we somewhat live a double life or painted this persona. And when the lights go off, you something else, but it ain't to that damn extreme. Let's just be real. You running a cult and got slaves and chained up in rooms and tied up like come on dog. like that alone is like it's disturbing man it is. It is. So, so let me ask you this and then we'll, we'll leave it alone we'll leave it alone i honestly i feel like this was an amazing conversation ladies and gentlemen again as i tell y'all before it's not rehearsed there's no notes we just talking i like the chemistry me and you give off when we on this mic man so dope conversation definitely appreciate you but let me ask you this, and now I got you on the hot seat. Pretend that you don't know R. Kelly exists. You don't know nothing about the records. You don't know nothing about the hits. You don't know nothing about God talking to you, telling you a love child is going to be born. Everything that's in this case, that's in this documentary, was a movie. And they gave you details and all the images. It was in a movie. Do you think you could sit down and watch it from start to finish without getting up or turning it off because you were sick to your stomach? Turning the movie off? If this wasn't 
a real life scenario. Somebody just wrote a script and right. put everything that these people are saying he done into a movie. It ain't even got to be a person that creates music. And this, leave the music right. part out of it. Right, right, right. They just right. created I'm a with, movie based on the mm-hmm. acts. Okay. Could you stomach watching that movie from start to finish? And you're saying they're showing... They're showing it. All that. I Everything. mean, of course not. Who who could watch, would be able to sit there and watch that? If, if everything is true and chitman buckets and and all that, no. Like, who so could watch that? So I couldn't watch stomach- I could barely watch The Passion of the Christ. Like, that mess with it. So if you couldn't stomach it from a visual on a motion picture screen, then how in the hell can you stomach it knowing that it, it took place? I don't even need to see it to have that same feeling. You see what I'm saying? And again, that's you. And we've always talked about your logic, how you think complete 360 from or 180 from what I think. I'm just trying to get people's wheels turning. Though. That's all. We, we, we don't, we don't think the same. And like I said, when I'm listening to music, I'm in a whole nother vibe. I'm in a whole nother frame. But here's what you forget. It's unfortunate. This is what you're forgetting. I literally said we're going to throw the music part out. Well, no, we already established. I said no. I could not watch. So that's what I'm saying. Even without music. I'm not that type of person to watch that. (laughs) So without the music even being involved. Just me, if this was somebody that they pulled off the streets and all the evidence came in, they didn't have no music. And I'm listening to that, and I see this person in court. I see them found guilty. That, to me, is all I needed to notice. I mean, I ain't, that's a sick person. I don't never want to see this person's face. I don't want to have nothing to do with this person, none of that. Now, I said earlier I wasn't judging nobody, and I still, like, I'm not judging him per se. I'm just trying to paint a picture, if that makes any sense at all, people. I'm saying that that alone is enough for me to say, nah, I don't want nothing to do with that. So now, going back to the reality of it, I'm saying that, dude, his real life, there's no way that I can separate the music from his real life and him as an artist. The real life person is so sick to where I don't even want to, I don't care about the artist. But, and and again, it it comes to the thinking different. I got enough shit going on in my life to where what happened outside of my four walls adventure. I don't care about that. I, I don't. I don't think about, about it's that. Not about caring. But what I'm. But what you said is, apparently you do because you're. You're. You said you can paint a picture. You can see. You don't want to hear it. You don't want to see it. You don't want to stomach it. I'm you saying, care I'm not about. Not even going to play it. That's. But the, that's what I'm so, saying. So I'm saying. It's to, to that, that extreme. No, it's not to that extreme. I'm saying to you that dude, you literally said you don't care, right? Right. You said you don't care. I'm telling you that technically. I don't care either, but guess what? I'm not even going to play it. That's how much I don't care. I'm not going to play it. That ain't because, oh, man, I hook or kill it. 
You ain't never heard me say nothing about him. But apparently you got to care for you not to not play it. You have to think something he about it. Exist. That's just kind of like um, freaking OJ. Like, were you emotionally involved with any of that happening? Like, if you look at, at, at the videos and the documentaries and stuff like the whole damn world stopped. I was a child. To see what was happening. remember mama watching that trial and all that. It was what, 90s? Early 90s? But what I'm saying, if you look at the videos now, they've had a lot of current documentaries about, they had a TV show. They had, like, all kind of stuff lately. I don't know if you watched that. But if you notice, like, the whole world shut down to see what was going to happen when that verdict came out. When the verdict came out, I was with life. Who... I have nothing to do with that. I, I don't know Anna Nicole Brown. I don't know Ronald Goldman and OJ Juice. Got my own shit. But at the end of the day, nobody walking around with OJ Simpson jerseys on. <laughs> like nobody's walking around uh, supporting OJ. That's that's still apples and oranges. But I get and, what, well, you're, no, say. I get I'm what saying, you're saying. Right, right. You didn't care. Like you, you didn't have any emotion, no kind of attachment. I'm telling you, I don't have any attachment. I don't have any emotion. I've, I ain't played a R. Kelly, nothing. All I said to you was, I wanted to do a podcast because I wanted to understand Think, the right, thought right. process behind those that say they refuse they to will. stop listening. Right. So let me ask you this: I come to Kentucky, Crystal, and we go to Walmart. You're in my will. What's going to be in your mind? If bumpy grind come on in my in my car, what's gonna be on my mind? Yeah, if it come on, you are gonna be like, "Hey, bro, turn that off," or you just like, no, because at the end of the day, that's your car. I can't do nothing about that. Can't do nothing about that. I'm not that kind of person. Hey, man, turn this shit off, man. Fuck that nigga. Do do do. Excuse my language. Well, let's flip it. I'm in your car. You had me the. You had me the little, uh, what's that little shit we used to have back in the day? Uh, the little the Apple uh, Touch. The, the, give me your little eye touch, and I'll put it on. Are you going to ask me to turn it off? Yeah, because you're in my car. Sure. Of course. Nah, bro. First, look, first, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. Time out. <laughs> I'm tripping anyway. First of all, what is two dudes riding around listening to R. Kelly for anyway? <laughs> no disrespect to two dudes that ride around listening to R. Kelly. Don't little Nas, little Boosie me. <laughs> we brothers, nigga. Man, Shit. <laughs> look, I'm sitting there legit answering these questions, and then it just it hit. I'm like, nah. See, that's how I know we done we done overstayed our conversation. Oh now we doing God, two, we we analyzing too deep now. We analyzing. Boosie, well, I'm, I'm, I'm not riding nowhere with you. And you talking about man, hand me the ox cord, and we gonna play bump and grind. Like, get the fuck out of my car, man. Oh, you, oh, you know, God. man. Look, my kids are hungry. I told you earlier, I was cooking tonight. We've been on this mic for how long? Nope. Man, my kid's hungry. Plus the football. Oh, God. Out, you wilding. <laughs> you all the way wilding. Only bro. you would even go there. You right, only me. We already established that my mind is all the way wired different. For real. And again, that's why I like, shout we out. We can only end it. We can, 
shout out to everybody. Oh man. And I'm finna look, I'm finna go in the kitchen doing what? I'm gonna put on my step dancing shoes. You know what? Hope you slide on some butter. Because <laughs> <laughs> you rolled, dog. You rolled. I told you I ain't here to judge nobody. I ain't here to do none of that. If you listen to it, you listen to it. That's fine. Whatever floats your boat. Same way that, like we established earlier, when I said I ain't, I ain't stopped listening to Tory or none of that. So, again, the whole overall, let's bring it back home. The overall conversation, man, turn that bullshit off, man. <laughs> The overall conversation was people find the the leniency when it comes to people that they can identify with or their music kind of hits them in a different light than others. So you're kind of like, nah, I need my Michael Jackson. I need my R. Kelly. I'm not saying I need Tory Lanez by any means. I'm just saying that, to me, I like his sound. What happened between him and Megan ain't got nothing to do with me. So if you were to say, you know what, what happened between him and them young girls ain't got nothing to do with me, then I have to respect your opinion. But then the same way old buddy looks sideways at me, it's like, nah, bro, like he's assaulting women. He's doing this, and man, that's a female. If any kind of gun went off, it was still directed at a female, bro. I'm not cool with that. And I'm saying to you that there are women that are blinded by fame and success, and they're willing to do anything for it. Matter of fact, I'm not going to put women in a box. Men and women will do anything for fame. I get it. But when you start talking about manipulation of young-minded people, whether it's girls, whether it's boys, then nah. And that's just my take on that. I'm looking at it in terms of all the people that he took advantage of that were underage, because not all these girls that are testifying or whatever were underage. Right. Some of them was 19, 20. Who's the girl that was just on uh, with, with uh, Good Morning America this morning? Did you see that? Nah, nah. I slept in a little bit this morning. So when we get off here, go back and look at that. The girl who, who was the other one? Was it Jocelyn? Who's the one that did the two in, the two girls that was on the interview with him? Y'all killing me, y'all! When he did the interview with Gail, you know right. what I'm talking about? Right, right. One had the baby. One had just had a baby. So which one was it? The uh, Dominique and Jocelyn one. Nah, this one was a a a, 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 zerial, a zerial. Dominique wasn't in that interview, I don't think. Uh-huh. Regardless, whichever one it was came back and did an interview with Gail today, and she said that she lied in the first interview and that he coached them and told them what all to say and this and that. And quite frankly, if you look at that interview from today, old girl looked like she'd been through a lot. Because for her to be 23, she looked like she 43. So I'm saying that, dog, like... She didn't look like it last year or the year before. So what happened? All I'm saying is at the end of the day, <laughs> something done happened. Because she definitely don't look like no 20-something-year-old girl. 
And I'm saying to you that the whole point that I was trying to make is that uh, at, that's where I draw the line at. If these I mean, are, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. But, and, but, like, you know, we got daughters, so I just exactly. suggest that we educate, uh, keep our eyes on, be involved, check their phones. Like, I'll go through mine. Hey, give me your phone now. I'll be phone. I'm looking through everything. Nine o'clock. Parental control. Shut off. I can see. Well, I ain't gonna say I. My right. wife can see everything that she does. Um, I was opposed to her having a phone. I'm I'm the old school parent, but at the end of the day, as of now, my daughter has proven to be trustworthy. Um, she ain't out here doing too much yet. Right. But it goes back to what you said about the college party. It's like I ain't gonna be naive enough to think that when she starts getting 15 and 16 and trying to get a permit and drive around and dad, I want to go to the baseball, uh, not baseball, but football game and this and that, that when she get out of our sight, that she ain't going to be doing nothing crazy, which I hope to God that she don't, but that's what I'm saying. Oh, like, I'm God. praying she ain't up on them bleachers. <laughs> hey. Oh man. You're talking about a college party trying to get us all indicted. Like, no, nah, man, I'm taking one for the team, bro. You ain't finna do that. But anyways, like I said, let's man. Go. Let's take it home, bro. It's like that, that's where I draw the line in the sand. If these were all victims that were of age and they were just talking about the abuse and stuff like that, then we can have a whole nother conversation. But when you start manipulating little young minds and that's why I said uh, he ain't going to be the only one that should go down, especially in a Rico, like all these other people that was involved, y'all got to face some kind of consequences. At least right. I feel like anyway, but to each his own. Keep jamming. I mean, that's show you know you always say that's your man. I you were calling me, telling me details about the trial. I ain't looking at that shit. But now nah, that comes. I got from, some coke to sell. But listen though, because this is what this is where I tell people it ain't that I'm looking for it every day. Right, I, it pops up. It's, it's but it's, hold on, it's hold on, on, hold on. Every day I surround myself with outlets that are informative. I keep right. up with current events because I'm listening to Ricky Smiley. I'm following different things on social media to where it ain't that I'm looking for it. It just pops up. It right. comes to me. So that's how I'm able to keep up with what's going on, whether it's sports related, entertainment news, politics, uh, whatever. That's how to me. That's I mean, shit, we all should be doing it. Quit watching and well, feeding into this nonsense and keep up with I what's don't going get, on. In the world. I don't listen to what you listening to, like the Ricky Smiley, but I mean I get the breaking news. I got all the articles from Daily Trial. Like it pops up on my phone. I swipe and go, you know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. Like I don't from, have platforms that I listen to. From the time I to where wake you up, hear it. But I'm saying from the time I wake up to the time I go to sleep, I'm I'm reading. I'm looking. I'm listening. I'm doing it. That's why, you know, with this podcast, it's like, dog, like I have all kinds of episodes that I want to do, but I'm trying to get other people on so that it's not the same voices. You know what I'm saying? So that's where we're going to wrap it up because a few people done reached out to me about this chili with the noodles. Have you ever had chili with noodles? Kind of noodles. Spaghetti noodles, pasta noodles, whatever. You know we have. <laughs> I haven't shit. What you talking about? From who? Yeah. From who? 
Somebody in our family wouldn't cook out the grandma's house or something. Look, don't put me in no category, bro. You done already tried to get me indicted. I ain't ate no damn chili with no noodles. That ain't chili, is my point. I don't know if you listened to the last episode, but that's a conversation. I haven't. I uh, Remember, I told you, I, I mainly listen to a lot of my stuff when I'm working. And thank the Lord, I'm fully staffed. And I ain't been having to work as much. So I haven't had an opportunity to catch up on uh, your last two and then your homeboy. Uh, throw your plug out. What's his name? Mario? Yeah, uh, yeah. Therapy. What's it called? My, pod, my uh, therapist my made me do made it. Me do this podcast. Yeah. So, y'all, you on deck. Once I, uh, probably next week, I'll be uh, working because I got a new lead. I'm going to be hands on with him for a few days next week. So, I'll, I'll get to throw it in and, and, and check those episodes out. They're on my to go list, on my to do list. Well, long story short, several people have reached out to me because they are ready to hear. The episode about chili. Um, when I met my wife, she's like, Mom made chili. You want me to bring you some? Whatever, whatever. Cool. She brings it over there. It's got spaghetti noodles in it. I'm like, fam, this ain't no chili. Little did I know that apparently, <laughs> I guess this is a thing here in Louisville. I don't know. Have you ever had Skyline Chili? It's a restaurant. Have you ever no. heard of it? No. Well, Skyline, I believe, was established out of Cincinnati or whatever, but they have noodles in their chili, Skyline chili. But they also put, like, cinnamon, and I'm like, I'm not going to eat it. Just the thought of that sounds disgusting. But I've been seeing a lot of memes and stuff on social media where people are saying noodles don't go in chili, and I agree. So I've been going back and forth with different people because they uh, apparently they respectfully disagree, but it ain't going to be no respect in this conversation because that's disgusting. So that's what's coming up next. So I def- How's it, well, I'll, I'm my way to this because I'm like, okay. Huh? I'm, it makes it disgusting. Do you not eat spaghetti? Spaghetti and chili is still two different tastes. What are you talking about? How do you get chili and spaghetti? Noodles ain't got no taste. The noodle tastes like whatever. Bro, so it's okay. with it. So I can just throw anything in chili and call it chili because it's got chili powder in it. Is that what you're saying? Pretty much. <laughs> what, what about this? Uh, <laughs> do you put rice with it? You know what? I saw somebody say they want the chili with no noodles, kidney beans, uh, meat. All this and that, mm-hmm. they want it poured over a bed of rice. Right. At that point, it's no longer chili. You know, because what? it got the rice in it. The okay. reason why I say that, Janelle pours hers over rice. She likes her chili on top of the rice. That ain't chili. I've never seen it like that till I met her. You tell Tania that's fucking jambalaya or some shit. <laughs> I don't know what that is, <laughs> but it ain't no chili. Okay. It ain't no chili. Go to a restaurant and ask for chili. Are they going to bring rice with it? I ain't never been to a restaurant that's for some damn chili. So other than so, Wendy's. So at the end of the day, you, look, we're going to throw it all the way back. And you, what, what about that? Chili chips and cheese. Look, Nick, you took what? the words right out of my mouth. I swear to God I was getting ready to mention it. Chili chips and cheese. How you get chili chips and cheese if it's got noodles in it or rice? 
Have you ever ate a chili dog with noodles in it? <laughs> it's not chili, bro. And Eric, I ain't ate a hot dog in 15 years. Shit. So at the end of the day, if you ever watched a movie or you watch a lot of TV shows and stuff like that, you see people in the, in the Rocky Mountains in the cabin and they're like, hey, let's go have some chili. And they sit down and they got a little bowl. They got some crackers. And when they put it on the crackers and pull the spoon up, do you see anything hanging off the side of the spoon? Yes or no? I'm telling you, somebody one of them family reunions back in the day, man. I I, I, I can see it I vividly. Shout out to my guy E because E said, you know what that is? That's just somebody trying to stretch a meal out for the rest of the week. <laughs> Struggle meal. That's exactly what that is. And that's why no disrespect to my family because all of them eat chili with noodles in it. And I've been trying to get them all on here. My wife want to do it. He said him and his wife going to pull up. Like, this is a big debate. But that that wasn't, that ain't fair. They ain't had no struggle meal. But that's what I'm they saying. They come from that paper. But, but, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, I'm trying to figure out where did this originate from? Because you keep saying I've seen it. I haven't. I Maybe you don't remember. I'm, I'm trying to tell you, man, one of them Croom Gang family reunions down at my Auntie Lulu house, I've seen it. I recall it. And it was, and it was referred to as chili. Yeah. Man, that's a that's a bowl of constipation. Now. So you can't put crackers in that, man. Why can't you? Noodles and, and crackers? Who said there's got to be a whole pot for that? They only put like a little noodles to where it blends in together. Man, it, uh, did you see the chili with noodles? Like, is it a whole big ass pot of noodles, and then you got uh, a little chili, or did they just cut up a little noodle? It's kinda a like pot with of spaghetti? spaghetti, man. Every time I pick up a spoon, it's got noodles in it. <laughs> it's not chili, dog. It's all I'm saying. Uh, maybe it's they wasn't taught. Maybe they didn't get the, the grandmama cookbook, and they just. <laughs> Put their own shit together. I don't know. know. That'll be interesting. I I swear. I'll wait wait to hear it. Somebody messaged me on Instagram today. Shout out to Herb. He's like, I'm I'm ready to hear this episode. I was like, man, please don't tell me you wanted them. Yeah, bro. I had the noodles. I eat the noodles. I only eat the noodles. I'm like, nah, man. If you go get a can of chili, bro, name a can of chili you can buy that got noodles in it. I don't buy no damn chili. So I'm so now you being disrespectful. And a lot of people tell me that I'm crazy because I only eat uh armor. And I don't like chili with beans in it. So that's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting conversation. Uh, okay. I don't want no beans. What about catfish and spaghetti? Go again. We argue about that because I said spaghetti go with fish. Because you had it what? At your grandmama's house. <laughs> exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Like I wanna know what the traditions are. And if this is just something that you grew up on, so you have it, you know, you, you, it's just a taste that you want, you need, because that's all you know. I wouldn't mind getting on that too. I mean, there's a lot of things. We were talking about it the other day. You talking about, uh, she did. I think she made something when I was there, some salmon. I like, damn, we done had the real. All I had was some croquette from a can. I ain't never had no salmon. <laughs> yeah, she throw down with the salmon. It's not salmon, it's salmon. It's whatever the hell I call it. Damn salmon. Have some salmon. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> man, we out of here, dog. Good conversation, right, man. Boy.
ass toasted. Yeah. No competition. I'm Nisha Coastal. Yeah. I feel so high. I feel so live. My body's in the twine. I'm Nisha Coastal. I feel so live. And I know why that I can't deny. I'm Nisha Coastal. Goody, fine wine. Fools, mock liquor. Wish me I'm high class.